3: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Celtic Unrestricted View podcast. My name is Ryan Clufford. Well, it's a very, very positive podcast this week, once again. Um, good victory to one of eight hearts. And joining me this week is Barry. Barry's for, for his first podcast, and J.I.P. Um, Barry, go yourself, mate. Um, this is very, very good victory. Um, there's a lot of talk beforehand, obviously, with Celtic one. It's kind of hinging on the title race and blah, 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 the usual media stuff and I think overall, mate, I think we've kind of, it's a very, very good step in direction where we want to go.
1: Oh, definitely. Thanks for having me on tonight, Barry. Um, it was an important victory. I thought first half we were really dominant. And I really thought some of the football we played was, you know, very entertaining. Uh, I watched it with my boys. and It was just fun, you know, some of the attacking play some of the skills, some of the movement. It was just you know, a great game to watch. Um, obviously, a couple of really good goals as well. Um, and in the second half, I just felt hearts oh, I need to give them a wee bit of credit because they made that a bit of dogfight. You know, they came out and they made it scrappy and they were more competitive. and Got in my faces a bit and obviously they managed to claw their way back into the game but a really, really important victory um, because obviously we're building up to this big game next week. And, uh, it's absolutely vital, you know the points, the gap remains the way it is, or less hopefully, um, and then you know we, we can beat them next week. But a good performance, I thought. Celtic did show uh, a different side to them in the last 15 minutes. Very resilient
3: bodies on the line, I thought Carter Vickers was exceptional, yeah. but all in all, you know, happy, um, and, a, and a good performance, as I said. I think J.P., basically, what Barry says there, mate, I think it echoes everything, I think the fans all will probably say as well that, obviously, I would say the last, we're going to obviously during the podcast, but I would say the last 15-20 minutes was better game management from us, I think Andrew's learned, his mistakes, I made subs at the wrong time, and um, we only made one sub, it was Jotter, and I think it was the right, the right decision, because they gave it to should have been one, but you've still got the quality, it's more and more bad and stuff, but I think overall, J.P. and my Barry, I think it's, it's, just, it's no relief, it's happiness, because we did play some, the first half, some of the football again, it was, was really, really interesting, and interesting to watch, because you're kind of expecting it now, like the old Celtic under Rogers, I would say, you would expect it's <laughs> just blow teams out of the water, and you're kind of expecting that in the first half now because it's gaining you not a in the second half, but the way Andrew's trying to play, I think you're going to be having to use the subs because it seems to be he's gone for a look in the first half to try and get maybe a, two, a goal or two up and then in the second half, go through the motions, see the game out and try and get an extra goal. So I think that was maybe Ange ball last night. I would say that was Ange ball because it was frantic for the start. Even the hearts the first five minutes were on our faces and then we just I was saying told maybe the sixtieth minute, it was just total bombardment.
2: Yeah, it was right. Uh, first of all, good evening, welcome on Barry. Um yeah, um it was overall, I, I just thought Celtic were, were super last night. Um, in terms of the way we played, the way we set up. Um to go to time Castle. any other normal game is always gonna be a tough game, regardless of what our position here. So to, to have it were on me for quite a long period last night, I was quite surprised, to be honest. Uh, but in, in terms of looking back at it, I've watched it over again, um, you can understand why we had it all on me, because of the, the, the way we played, the way we set up. I think having Hatati, Beaton, and uh, O'Reilly in a triangle together, mm-hmm. I think it worked really, really well. Really positive for us last night. I think the energy that freedom gave us, especially in the first half, was unbelievable. Peton did a lot of, the, you know, the dogged side of the job. Um, he put his he put his body on a lot of a lot of angles and and a lot of people's faces. And he and the other two just looked like total ballers, just total. They're really good on the ball. And Hatati's goal is just unbelievable. The strike, the, the power he generates for thirty three yards out, mate, is just mm-hmm. unbelievable. And obviously, the big pop of Dom Hans is he's nowhere near that. You know what I mean? He's hes no chance. Um, and you, people are still ranting and raving about him being one of the best goalkeepers in the league. But he was nowhere near that last night. Um, I thought Jack Amakis was a massive positive for his last night as well. He drew a lot of fills, which got us up the park when we needed the pressure taken off us a wee bit. Uh, but second half... Uh, Hearts, they came back into the game because we allowed them to come back into the game. And I think it was down to a wee bit of tiredness with guys like Hatati and O'Reilly that allowed them to get more on the ball because they brought an extra man on in the midfield. They made a change and they went to five across the middle. So what happened was is they brought Feningi on, mm-hmm. anchored for them, then allowed Devlin and Haring more opportunity to roam. Um. And it allowed them to get more more of a foothold in the game and more on the ball. Uh, I thought that Patty and O'Reilly, they are you, you can see they're gonna take a bit of time to to, to get used to Ansball, to get used to the you know it's, it's it's tempo for 90 minutes and not just forty-five or sixty. So I think their their conditioning obviously is gonna need worked on a wee bit. Um, but you can tell the top players. I mean, especially Hatati. His, his touch is unbelievable. He's one or two passes ahead of everybody else in the pitch. When he receives the ball, he knows exactly what he's doing with the ball. And it looked like the same way, Riley. Um, I thought the I thought Ange made one error last night, and that was playing James Forrest in front of a badder. Um, I thought by playing Forrest, he took that right-sided momentum out of the team. Um, Abada's goal return has been unbelievable and he's been doing well so I thought that sort of the momentum was slightly shifty last night We're bringing in a guy that's possibly not 100% fit either um, Jota was unbelievable he's just scary you can actually see even opposition when he gets the ball the opposition start to they, they start backing up nobody wants to go near him nobody wants to go to him they're, they're actually scared to go near him I mean, I had that boy—is uh, it Michael Smith? Mm-hmm. He was—he was tangled up. He was tangled up like spaghetti last night, and no wonder he was wanting off. I don't think he was—he was injured. I think he just wanted off and maybe needed a phone call or a cuddle for his mummy because Jota had an absolute <laughs> toast. So, um, as I say, everything's positive for us just now, and. It, continued with momentum on we need to we need to stay in their coattails and as as Barry says it's building up to next Wednesday and obviously Saturday we've got reunited at Celtic Park you're looking for another dominant and good victory there and then we move on to next Wednesday to hopefully close the gap again Uh, I mate,
3: I think obviously the first that I'll touch on obviously you mentioned I've seen a few things on social media there about uh, James Forrest um, we've been banging well, me personally I've been saying it for weeks um, really since the start of the season and I think people are, whether they're listening to this podcast I don't know um, but it's been a few rumours about in the last few days and the last few games and even after the days uh, yesterday's win that Forrest says maybe he's no suited to Angie's style um, he's slowing down by or through injuries or whatever else but I said that the start of the season for the first few league games He's not getting by a man anymore as the way he used to be. He's not explosive. He's trying to cut in. He's taking too many touches. He's white his shoot. A few times last night, he could have passed to Jack and Marcus, he could have passed the jaw, and he's white his chute. Um, But that's just the way Forrest has always been. But I, I just personally, but I don't you think, Barry, um, but I've been saying for a weeks week's on here that I think Forrest, either maybe if, as he plays as a 10, but I think he's got to adapt his position now to get the best of him because I think the Jays Forrest is the flying winger. Is no flying wide anymore. Just he's getting older, he's getting his body's maybe you not know, as fluent as it was through injuries. But I think I'm agreeing with JP Barry. For me, a I know he's a bit raw, but when he starts and his goal return and the way he's been playing, I know managers can drop him, but for me he's a fan, having i have got a decent understanding at the moment, they're doing well. The only, I would probably say the only Negative would be, but I think it's the way to play. He wants to play a batter as far up as he can. But for me, that's leaving Joranovic with two men all the time. And I'm noticing it at home games now. Maybe if you played a Barcelona in Europe for a few years, whatever. I know that's too far-fetched. But if you played a better team, they might punish you. But I think in Scotland, you might be all right. But I think in Europe, it might need to look at that. But I think as it stands you know. I think that's your... I think for me, I know Roush has done well. But I think yeah, if it's from his quality. I think he's he's a right back at the moment. I think it's his strategy to lose now. Um, but on James Forrest Barry, I don't know what you think. He, him playing every week, but for me, I think he will bend out. I don't think he's going to be a mainstay. Still a valuable player, but I don't think he's a mainstay anymore, in my opinion. No, I agree. He's a valuable player, definitely. And
1: I think if it was a straight pick between Forrest and Abada, I reckon Ange would go with well Abada. We've we'll got. That game last night, Dundee United then Rangers to come next week. There's lots of minutes to be played, and I think it probably went with Forrest last night with other games in mind as well. Um, but I, I think you picked up with a good, really good point there. There was one occasion I remember. Um, Forrest had a chance to pass it, and it might actually have been to Jack and he tried to shoot, and I think that's probably where. Abada gets the nod a heavy Forrest and it was just that end product. You've got a wee bit more trust than Abada when he gets into those positions that, you know, he likely score or he makes a turn pass. So I think Forrest over the coming weeks um, he's going to have to provide that. He's, he's going to have to have a final product. He's going to have to have a say in games. I think in order for him to be the that spot up the right. But you know something, reflecting back on that game, the small when I was thinking about, there was eight players started that match that were post those signs. Eight. I mean, that's a massive thunder and if you think about um recruitment, how difficult it is to mm-hmm. even add two or three players to your first team, let alone bringing in that was eight. Last night that started that game. So I'm impressed by that. And um and those eight players are, are, are performing, and he's, he's no shy to sign a player and back them straight away. I thought done it with I thought that really good game. I think he's got plenty of them and obviously an assist for the goal as well. So um I just I am just really upbeat about the, op- the options we've got as well. Think about James Forrest, might not be a first team player, but he's going to definitely make a contribution, then that shows there's, there's strength there. And obviously, we've got
3: the oh, players missing now, but we're full selection of players available to us. I really hope it Oh, big time. Um, I'm agreeing with you, Barry. I think we, we were also talking um, at the start of the season. He signed, I think, with 12 players, I think, oh, and it's, it's between 16 to 18
1: players.
3: Mm. Um, for when have you ever seen Barry, a manager or a, a team at this kind of high level? I know the team is doing south, make all sorts of changes every window, but to make so many changes and get them gelling and get them playing and get the message across within six months and get them basically challenging again within six months—people were the people were against Celtic. Ah, that's been done for years now, and he, us fans, were thinking what is going to happen here. Um, but with have and John and the recruitment Barry. Even if you don't win the league this year, if you do, I I am still very confident, mate. Right? If, so if you win, if you win next week, I'm very confident, mate. Right? I think we've got the players today. We've got yeah. the, the style of play now to play to win the league because I think we're better than Rangers as it stands. I know they are. I've seen the previous podcast. I know they're ahead, but I think we're playing the better football. It's just silly b things, decisions, and obviously injuries that's kind of stopped us. I think if we, obviously, the United and Rangers, if you win the two games, it's putting a big statement down. But I think on the recruitment body, when have you ever seen at this level been able to do what's happened? It's, for me, it's it's not a miracle, but it's fucking incredible. Aye, astonishing.
1: I mean, we can draw a comparison to our rivals because well, it took Gerard best part of three years to, to put a team on the park. And I don't know exactly the number on this, but somebody told me it was over 30 players
2: in that time. That he recruited. Um, so I get a game of five mate. <laughs> <laughs> you get
1: uh, <laughs> have it no, I think you know, he has to take so much credit. This is a guy who we only naturally can compare him to Eddie Howe, who was somebody that selling really well. And this guy mm-hmm. would be made a short trip down the road. Um, to come and take the team. But here's a guy who's came to the other side of the world who was a relative unknown. Uh, and he took on that own. He lost his director of football in a short period of time. And adversity after adversity after adversity, the injuries, etc. And look at where we're at. You know, there's a, there's a marker there. We've already got a trophy. We're in touching distance with Rangers. And, you know, as I said, I watched that game last night with my boys.
3: And I was proud to watch that team because not only did we get uh, there, as I said, we fought for it, but it was very entertaining. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. No, I've i, I mate, I'm actually enjoyed, enjoyed this season, GIP, um as Barry says um, there. I think Barry says, obviously, about the recruitment, I think you spoke about it spot on because Mace's series last night, as Barry says, I said I didn't realise how many there was actually playing. Um, they've all been, they've all showed up there's no being guys apart from Jackie Marcus who've been injured, but I feel Jackie Marcus has played. He showed quality and mm-hmm. season. I think last night, we'll talk about him. Now, um I'm a big fan of the guy. Um, I know people may be saying you're judging too quick, but I've seen him I, the game against Ferris Vados the last 20 minutes. The, his game management, like we've said before, no since the Berry had a bit a bit hustling, was the main focal point. How did the ball and line play up? He's I've said in the last podcast, Jack and Marcus is a big, hump of a guy, man. He's strong. He's a, he's a wee bit of pace about him. He's no, he's no slow. Um, and I think going forward, between him, Maeda and Kyogo, obviously, yeah, he's going the pick order, he might be going, we don't know, but you've got
2: three, I would say, three quality forwards, it's going to lead a line for you. Absolutely, mate. Um, just stone Jack and Marcus, I mean, you can just, you've seen how strong he was last night. He threw Halkett and John Suter about like an empty back or Just the two of them, just the like they, they were having to foul him because he was getting the better of him He was pulling the ball down his chest. He was controlling it with his feet. He was, he was holding it half. He was holding him half and looking for the run through midfield. And, aye, and I thought he was a man that sort of, he set the tone last night if you watch again back. See, when he started to dig, he started getting in about people. Then started Jota chasing people. And then started Greg Taylor wanting to throttle people. It was a domino effect for the team. Everybody started
0: getting in about it. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the Bride and Groom?
0: Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No,
2: Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: And it was like, wow, there's a select team been? But We're used to getting bullied and mm-hmm. they showed a physical side to our game. I mean... Uh, he broke McAfee on and right away man he smashed Halliday like he was just a wee boy he just went right through him wow. wow. and you're like wow I was like watching a train running through a BMX uh, <laughs> but just unbelievable just like, it just shows you one or two hands. I remember a game I think it was the first two minutes uh, an old derby the old Rangers they the not there at new tribute actor now right after, um, at Barry Robson but he hits big ball oh, and daily. I just oh. set the tone for the rest of the game. And that's what happens sometimes. That happens in games. Mm. And last night, for me, Jackie Amaki's done that. he done it early doors. Where Halkit lettered him for the back. And straight after that, he rolled big Halkit and he sort of threw him to the deck. After that, I thought, right, here, hold on now. An and then he had to swap. His Halkit was like, ah, he's too strong for me. So big suitors are like right, I'll try and take him on. And he was the same man. He was signing off him like the big, Remember the big rugby player John Alomu? Mm-hmm. Big Jack Amakis puts me in mind. He's shoulders a lot of that. He's massive. Um, and he's just a, he's a big strong strong boy. But again when somebody like that in your team going it gives a in teams where it happens. It gives the rest of the team a bit of impetus to go right Hold oh, on a minute, let's get right on about that mob. And eh uh, And as I say, so uh, again, it was just all it's just positive and brilliant to watch, as Barry says. And it's really, really exciting because you you, you can't wait for the next Celtic game. Mm -hmm. I I can't remember a Celtic team, players in it. You look forward, apart from maybe Tommy Burns' era, Mm -hmm. I can't remember a Celtic team that you just cannot wait for the next game to come now. Whether it be two or three days, I two or three days seems like a fortnight. Mm-hmm. And it just that to me, that's it's magic going you know, to watch it and to watch what he's brought with the camera. As Barry says, "Hands coming for our side of the world so quickly." In the time that he's been here, he's gelled that team to together through the to help of Callum McGregor. And uh, to watch them on, they just look like brothers. They all look like a family now on the pitch. Mm-hmm. It all all I mean real Hitati last night he's running about fight, pretty high five hearts players and just talking to them and just a lot of energy a, a-, a- goes the exact same mm-hmm. just a brilliant a brilliant energy about him. and to have that as I say it's only going to bode well for the coming future mate and I can see that team being really successful in, in many different ways like domestically and Europe especially the way we're playing football because most teams, like, you. I don't want to write half bold one, but most teams, like, if we were to play, like, Sparta Prague now, or Runby team that was in the R group, mm-hmm. I like the two teams. I would not even have any second thoughts about it. We would, teams like that are only going to turn us here as easy now. Mm-hmm.
3: No chance. Said, see if you played, I think Barry will probably agree with JP IP, me here. See if you played Michelin now. you beat beaten 6-7, not probably air, air to legs. Yep. Even, even then, at the start of the season, we should have still won, and that was just a depleted team. Um, but obviously, Baron Jack and Mark, a, I'm no, I don't know what your thoughts are on the big man. But um, when he signed, and obviously, I, I knew a tiny bit about him through Dutch football. But when you look at his, his play last year and some of the, the value we've gotten for, I was like, why are, we getting, why are we getting for that cheap? And then he found out the team we relegated and whatever else. But some of the players in that league have went for 15, 20, 25 million. And you're getting the top goals for twenty for two and a two and a half, two point seven five million. He that's what I, I his IP as well. It doesn't matter. Obviously it matters if he if he works out. But value wise, the amount of value we've got out of five or six goals on this team is
2: phenomenal. Sorry, just before you come on, Barry, um Daniel who uh, went to Dortmund, scored mm. ten goals less than him, and he went to Dortmund for sixty five million. There you go. Aye, listen, no, awesome, guys, I, I'm impressed
1: am um I think he's a proper centre forward. He's a guy who wants to put his back into players. Um he wants to hold the ball, up. he wants to bring his teammates in. And he knows where the goal is. You know, the goals he has scored, he's took them well. Last night was a, an example of that. I mean, I saw an easy finish. and he made it look easy, you know, and, and I think it's the manager has spoke so many times about recruitment and he spoke about character and he spoke about culture and environment. And it just builds confidence in you that this is a guy you can trust. This is somebody who, the media were talking about this phone call I had with Matt O'Reilly who was already keen on coming but that kind of sealed it for him. this, This guy, it's not just about can a player perform He's looking at guys and saying, they want to be here? Do they want to be part of that project? Are the guys who are going to be level-headed? Are the people who are going to work for me? Do you know about the talk about and You know, guys Know want to go and meet him. He's a hard worker as well. I've seen him on one occasion last night. He a side tackle and it left back.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. He's a fair player, player. But that's character for you. And... I love J.P.'s optimism because the only recent time I can remember being this excited about the next game was probably Brendan Rodgers' first season. Um, but see, this team, to me, this team's got a lot more room for growth than his team's had. I just feel this team and this squad, really this manager, could go from strength to strength. Whereas I thought that Brendan Rodgers' team sort of plateaued Mm-hmm. They're listening to what Mary could with that team. I just don't get that impression of the Ange post My only, my only kind of negative about about last night was, and I don't know if these guys agree, I'm so convinced they start felt. I'm just so convinced. I felt Carter Vickers last night, he heavy every the ball, he was blocking, he was in the right place. It's just...
3: I get a bit anxious when Starfields went on one. Um I'm no one I be like, I'm like you. I, you. you try and criticize your team when you win and you play well. But as I say, mate, you've got the balance in every way. Well, me personally, I think we're Celtic fans, but you've got to obviously look at every aspect and I seen a few tweets in Twitter today that were saying Saturday play Julian, get get minutes into them because some fans were I've seen on Twitter, um they want Julian in for, for the Rangers game. They a bit more physical um, experience yeah. in the game. But again, if you're winning games, I generally don't think J.P. will drop Starfield because he signed him. I think he rates him. I don't think he'll drop him unless he does something ridiculous and Saturday against United. Mm-hmm. Um, me personally, if, if, if Julian's on the bench, Julian's fit. Um, would it be harsh to drop Starfield? I think it would be harsh. Um, I know I'll jump ahead to next to next week, sort of play Saturday. But if I had to, if I had the choice, who who would I rather play for experience? I would go with Julian. And in, in the game. It's a massive game. Julian knows what's all about. Starfield, doesn't he? But at the same time, Starfield is an experienced player, in national football. He's played at Celtic now for a while. He knows the club. He knows the fans. So I want to say I'm convinced fully myself, Barry. Um, I can get a few. I can get the mummers about him um, because it justifies some of the some decisions he makes is a bit crazy, but, but it, it does redeem himself. Um, I think I think Vickers is a solid one, definitely. Uh, J P and Marine greeny I think Vickers is superb. He runs everything mm-hmm. in the air. He's pace, he tracks back, and last night was it shows you again you're playing maybe the third team, third best team in Scotland, and he's he's just pushing boys with the way that like he's just more no there. Um, mm-hmm. I thought Starfield should have done better for the for the first goal. She won the header. So I can agree with their Barry. So I don't I'm 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 glad I'm not making the choices because it's a hard one because Starfield, he has played well, but then the odd time he's made it, like he says that war oh, Jesus. It, it, it reminds me a bit of a Boyata. Boyata used to be I thought Boyata Boyata was brilliant, mm-hmm. but he had that.
2: Moment
3: no, of madness. Ah, oh no, Just get it away. Just get It's the same as <laughs> FB Ambrose. Get it away. Yeah. Get it away. Just put it on. Yeah. scone I, I had that at the start. each win, but near the end, I was actually quite comfortable with Bayata. But no staff out by the same. But um, don't you think JP? But for me, well, I think for me, Julian and because of the two of got two best. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Julian. I think he showed up the big games like we've said in previous pods. He scored some vital goals, but. Can I see Starfield getting dropped with Ange unless he does something ridiculous? Personally, I can't see it, but I do, wait, I do prefer Julian to him, but I don't think he was drap Hi, ah,
2: uh, This is just me personally. Um, I, I just can't understand the doing a guy takes for a lot of the sections mm. of your fans. I, I just don't get it. He's certainly not the worst defender I've ever, no, ever no, had. No. He, no. He's portrayed... With certain sections in the media and certain sections of your support, that he's he's absolutely dug me. He's, I've I've seen a post today, somebody calling him dug me, and I, I thought that me. was extremely I he's thought that was me. extremely harsh. You can't. Call... Last night, I, I think the only negative I think for him, in <clears> my <throat> opinion, he needs to stop this shoving people in the back. He's he's gone. He, he done it in the cup final, and it should have been a penalty. To Big Nasba, right. he blatantly just shoved the boy right in the back, and I thought, right. If we get ver, that's going to become a problem. He's constantly, he, he, he done it a couple of times last night. He done it really lead up to the goal. If you watch it, I think it was by like carrying it jumps him and he shoves him in the back. Um, He needs to stop that because he, you know, for me, he's better than that. I think he's an unbelievable tackler. ball. He's timing in and a, like, see when he's behind somebody mm-hmm. and he brings his leg run and a at Bobby, he's super about that. He's absolutely brown at that. I think it was last night, I know I can't remember if it was Mackay-Steven or it was Barry Mackay, but do you remember the one he he many or less clears it off the line? Aye, aye. His timing's good, that way. He's good at that. Big character Vickers is solid in terms of he wins every header, many or less, when he goes for it. But I think, uh, this is me personally, I think Starfields, see, I think that's what brings the Tour of McGarrah, right? And mm. I think that's why the two of them are now, Pat. One you know, does, they'll, one's your better another. One's brilliant, he'd done the ball, the other one's brilliant at tackling. One's good at, Starfield's good at the all, nick the ball away, getting his body in in front and timing that sort of, the pass into the, the striker's feet. Whereas Big big Vickers will just, he, he's the one that will just attack everything that comes out of the box. Uh, and obviously Starfield can header as well, but he's just not as dominant as, as Big Vickers. But I just, I get what Barry's saying. I've had a couple of moments myself even a couple of the European games where he's tied to every Pivot and you're like you don't get a minute's piece at Europe mate stop trying to take an extra touch when you don't need to just release it or as you said try get it out Yeah, against top teams Leverkusen's and stuff like that you try and take one or two extra touches that you don't need to you're punished straight away so um, especially with the high press these teams play against you so boys like slumping and that shot, you doing it speed. Um, don't get away with that then. But I certainly don't. Think, I certainly don't think he's. He, 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 you know, he's one of the. He's, he's certainly not one of the worst I've seen. Um, in terms of Julian, I must big Julian as well. He gives you loads. Of, the two of them don't give you. because for me the two of them don't score enough goals when mm. it's a corner or another set piece up the park. Julian, you're you're guaranteed nearly double figures a season with Big Julian. His sheer timing of the ball and see the delivery of that Matt O'Reilly last night. Aye. Big Julian might have been on the end about four or five of no problem. And he just he, he, as I've said it, he's so physical, he just throws people out his road to get there. His goal against Lazio, over one Christie puts right in his button. That's unbelievable. And the timing that it he, he pushes away for that big boy, runs in and he scores. Uh, his goal against them in the cup final. So that was like a strikers goal he just side fits it right into at the bottom corner again Big Julian offers you goals I think he scored a goal against Lille didn't he at Park as well mm-hmm. while he tumbles in the so. corner uh, so again he offers you he offers you something different I think for the other two um, but I would agree with you I would like to see him playing Saturday uh, let's let's see what sort of condition he's in because he's not played for what is that now about 19 months 20 months easy so let's see what can I. I wouldn't be saying, I have not be shouting for him to start the derby mm. next week. I have not be shouting like that because he's been out a long time and I, I think it would be fair to the two boys to, yeah. to just to drop one of them and they've been playing all along and they've sort of yeah. helped to carry the, carry the can for this season. And we'll, don't forget, guys, as well, we've conceded the least goals. Aye. So for everybody saying that our defence is <coughs> poor, we conceded the least goals and the one we conceded last night was our side. Mm. So. Uh, and probably you, you you could be looking at another like Jack Amarkis he's going offside as well. There was a few shouts for that as well. So um maybe maybe it was even up with uh, the the boys. But I was uh, was a sore one to take and it, a good finish off you know, for all places to put it, it's not often Joe Hart gets beatly pegged. So oh. so uh, but no, I think Starfield certainly know he's definitely not the worst I've seen. Um. And I don't think he deserves a lot of the... My only criticism is he, he just shoves people in the back. Mm. And, and he, he needs to he needs to try and get that out of his game. If he can get that out of his game, then, then I think he'll, he'll do a lot better. And I also think there's merit to come to him as well. But they paid a big price for him. I think it was like £4.5 we bought him mm. for Ruben Kazan. So I do think and Same as I did with Greg Taylor, but, uh, I do think that's sort of favours mm. them because they're, they're, he would see they're suited to the way he wants to play. I don't
3: know. No, I agree. mate, when it comes stuff out, I think he gets a. Uh, the start of the season, I did give him a bit of a, a hard time because he didn't look, he didn't look settled. He didn't, he looked well after. But the game after the game against Aberdeen, like we spoke about, most the teams turned the corner. Um, he's had the odd moment, but. I don't think I personally I had I, I one tweet about him And that was The Aberdeen game In the first half like right, I say on Twitter They got fun about and an empty track Because he was hopeless In the first half But ever since that half He's been brown He's no really put a, a, lot of, a lot of miss um, I think he gets a battering Some, There's always a player In a team that gets a battering Even Rangers probably have it Aberdeen probably have it There's always one or two players That get a scapegoat For me it's Greg Taylor I still don't rate him I, I even I played all right last night I, I still prefer skills um, going forward, but defensively, he done well last night. And I like the fact with Taylor, I'll give him his due, like we spoke with JP the other day. Um, I think Barry, you did speak about it as well. Um, it's the first I've seen him this season properly sticking the boot in and being a team. Normally, in the past, we've just been too nice and nice. It's a free kick referee. Oh, or, he was going was photo uh, that I, devil last night. Uh, but, that that, but last night, Barry, I thought Taylor. Jota, Jackie Marcus, even Hatati, they are all on each other's, the referee's face and the Hearts players' faces and you can see they're getting to grow now and again, I think maybe they've been told to fucking, if it's McGregor or Andrew or whoever, listen, you need to fucking toughen up. You might be good players and technical players but against Hearts, Rangers, Aberdeen, you can't be nice and easy because they'll just fucking push off the park. No, Definitely. And just to take a look at staff, I think the guy's got attributes. I think
1: he's quick. You know, and JP highlighted probably all his mainstream. He is very good at getting in and just nicking the ball away for the forward. The only thing I would say with him is that you know when you know when we talk about a boss a lost cause, mm-hmm. I just think he's got a wee mistake kind of, with the lost causes. I think we can't it's a lost cause he'd be with, with staff. I like I've just got that wee bit of anxiety that like you might not deal with. But no, I, I think I'm the same as you I'm not a massive fan of Taylor. But I respect his work rate. Um, I think he's a committed guy. I think he gives it everything, um, and I think Ange likes him because he carries out his instructions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was good to see that at a digger last night. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the close-up of his face. He's got these teeth. I was, was raging. No but I what you're saying, Ryan, about the dig and the fight. Overall, I think it's the unity. They seem to be together, and Taylor would come to get and back up. Uh, I'm not sure if it was
0: a jaw. I think it was. Hi. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, period, by
1: law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, and, and Taylor was keen to get earlier and back up to all, and then you see Jack Amakis was the same. And I like that. You know, I know that's a uh, crucial in football, but I do like to see the rest of the team getting around them and protecting each other. I just think, again, it goes back to the type of players that is bringing to the club. He's bringing guys here who they want to be part of something. Mm-hmm. They feel they are part of something.
3: Um, and, and they're together. They're, they're united. You, know? you can even see that as well. When um, they're celebrating new JPs. as well. I know last year there was no fans so when some of them scored goals it was just a high five and whatever else. But when they're celebrating, everybody's celebrating. Even even the backdoor staff, the players, they're all like involved. And in, um, obviously, the goals last night. Hatati, you seen Jota? was like, oh, wow, that was, unbelievable. Got, he was, that like, was unbelievable. He was wow. Um, but the goal, the goal, like we the goal was phenomenal. Um, and it's basically a similar. That similar kind of an Akimura against Rangers. That video on Twitter, it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, Hatati looks an absolute steal for what he was Ooh. O'Reilly for me um, we'll talk about O'Reilly we've we'll spoke about Hatata. O'Reilly J.P. I know he said after the game he couldn't believe the atmosphere and I, I've, I've liked him all oh, man that's at team so imagine next week you the at son. then you will know what I, then you will know what Celtic is um, and I think I think O'Reilly will play Saturday because I think he needs minutes at this level I think he missed it himself he was feeling it in his calf so but again, he's no hes no scared to admit. Aye, I need to play my minutes. I need to get conditioned. So I think everybody's want to play for us. This, this team—they white to play for these fans. The manager, um, and I—I I I thought really, uh, You you only think that guy played league one down south. JP, personally, <laughs> I thought. Oh, I it. I agree with you,
2: mate. Um, I thought that he's. His touch is unbelievable. Did you see the one he was there at the touchline? I think it was there at uh, and that but in the dugout. And I think it's Juranovic, excuse on the ball, but there's like two of them on him. I think it's uh, Harring and. What's the other boy's name? Devlin. It might have been a boy, Devlin. Might have been me too, who closed him down. And he just rolled it He's his left onto his right, right, or he rolled it the other way, sorry, if he's right onto his left, and just went right through the gap between the two of them. And you just know right away, you're like, oh, he's going to be really comfortable in tight areas. like, And he's, he's range of passing as well. Like, there was a couple of ones he'd switched right out onto the wing to Jotter. But there was one last night, I don't know if you remember it, guys. It's the one he pivots. Mm-hmm. He, destroyed, he, he destroyed the boy McKay. He just pivots away and he plays a reverse ball on the shoulder a Hylket. And Joranovic is right on it. I think I actually, I think bit nearly scored I think Gordon can kind of, uh, no, I think I can't it was I that it, I think. he's gone one way and the ball went the other way um, that is unbelievable he, he's going He's that type of player he looks like the type of player that's just going to. he's going to cut teams open and he looks as if he's got that wee bit of niche and a wee bit of finesse in him you know a bit quicker than Rogge last night as well mm. In terms of at the beginning he was high pressing and stuff. I think don't he just don't he's lack of hands fitness. Like let's just let's just call it that, right? Because there's fitness and then there's hands fitness, and you need to be conditioned that certain might to play the way hands requires. Okay. So he's just no condition to play that sort of high tempo for period of time. Um and I mean for me last night he deserved his man of the match I thought it was excellent and the fact him getting man of the match in his debut I to see him in six weeks time and he has actually conditioned and you know he's been eating with the team and he's he's working hard and he's he, he's doing the and he's doing he's going to be absolutely frightening absolutely frightening
3: um, I, I thought the freedom were going together beat on Hitati and Morelli
2: and can I just say I thought like Celtic staff who've been in jail now. We've paid £1.5 million for O'Reilly. We paid £1.5 million for Hatati. We paid £2.5 million for Juranovic. I think we paid, I, 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 I actually think the deal over a million for Ada. Mm. How's, that, how's that allowed? Like, sh- sh- surely. That's that is daylight robbery. Daylight robbery for what, what we've what we've now purchased and what we're going to get. Oh. Totally scary. But in terms of, you look. Barry mentioned the earlier transfer market so hard. Paul Daniels, <laughs> unbelievable. Like just how how, how did he? But how, how's that allowed? How, I mean. I've not seen recruitment like that for a long, long time. And I'm talking about teams all Europe and teams up and down the country. I've not seen recruitment like that for a long, long time. To get... What you've, what you've paid is... Come on. It's, 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 I don't think it's ever been hurt up here.
3: Oh, it's crazy. I don't know what you think, Barry, but I thought D3 were brilliant last night in the midfield and it just shows you you're missing... Humble, McGregor, Gogic, you only think that they three, I know Beaton's Ton's mainstay in the squad, but you only think that they three guys, one of the three guys that play every week? No, and I mean, you think that was O'Reilly's day, you through right into the deep end, you know. And again, you look at the signing of O'Reilly, before that we were linked with the
1: boys, the Australian boys at mm-hmm. Um, So again, I think. I've got to go back to the manager and say, what a, what a sign of that. the fact that, you know, the guy that was he, he didn't get it, but he moved on quickly and he had somebody else in mind and he's brought O'Reilly and I thought he set plays, particularly his corners last night, were on point. Um, and I, the, the midfield was brilliant, obviously I attacked his goal against uh, the headlines, but his overall play, and you know, for his, his size and stature, he's solid, you know, he, he more than held his own and some of his terms. And J.P. highlighted it there, the incident with O'Reilly, but him and Hatati had many occasions where they run on the ball, under pressure, in tight areas, and they managed to find a pass or managed to turn and get themselves away. I, I think O'Reilly looks like a player. I think there's an obvious comparison there Logic, I think the fact that he's a left footer and a similar high kind of move although I think J.I.P.'s spot is a bit quicker um, but he can only go for strength to strength after that performance it's an exciting one especially the money we paid for him it looks like a
3: real prospect I think as well obviously uh, JP, they're going to talk about obviously the half side and yeah. uh, maybe beat on have and sent after at home ball and me personally for um I know people, I thought it was a soft penalty. I know it hurt or Aileen B. Ton's horn, but I thought it's hey, a in the back. I mean, dodging the back and it's pretty momentum. And see, when you're hitting the ball, I know you don't work, but you're hitting the ball, your eyes are on the ball, your eyes, your horn, isn't he? He's, it's, it's a penalty, right? But for me, it's soft. I'd be asking for myself, yes, but as a Celtic fan, I'm thinking it's soft. Um, and I've seen obviously Robin Nielsen says he spoke to John Beaton at half time. And he says that that might have gives us a penalty. So is that is he basically saying that he bit and says, listen, he's better give something because you've basically gave them an half-side goal. Um again, I don't know. To be fair, I thought Robin Nielsen was fair at the end of the game. He, he did say the referee basically gave you two half-side, uh, two off, two goals that were should have been offside. Um, but then you look at Ange and Ange is basically, like, look, mate, we won the game, shut up. Um, and me personally, JP, when Ange calls you, mate, I think that's a that signal for shut up, you've not
2: got a clue. <laughs> Aye, I know. I agree with that. mate, I love it when he does that. And he, 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 the media are just putting his hands at me. They? they just, they just get dealt to with today, and that's it, And he'll not be, he'll not be told. Like he'll not be bullied half mm. the media. He'll not be, you know, nobody's mansion his words. Or, you know, you're not making stuff up about me because I'll, if I'll tell you it straight, and that's it. No, he, for Devon, he, he, he's had, he's treated them with contempt. And that's what they deserve. Yeah. Well, we've spoken about it before. Before you've come on, Barry, as well, we've mentioned it several times, mate, regarding the media and how they never ever give you like enough credit for anything they do. So, I think Ange is now picking up on this. And obviously, he's, he, he's not going to war, but he's kind of, he's more prepared for... I'm down as soon as as soon as he, it's an opportunity because I think we saw that in, like, we me back again to the fan media and the, the first the first presser the guy mentions about him working you know Tratton made a lesson he was working at a lesser level and that's what Anne's picked up on he says I don't know if you're Tratton's in you I've worked at a lesser level but I've, I've managed that World Cup he said so if that's you know I've won titles elsewhere in different leagues different to this league and I, I've said it before, mate, I, I, I personally think the J-League would have the mystery teams in this league. Um, and I'm including the Sides of Glasgow here. Because I think they're really, there, there's a lot of really technical teams there The Scottish teams, a lot of Scottish teams are only technical. I mean, the, the only technical thing about them is the technology they use after, before and after the games. That's about it. Bec- teams like Livingston, and, you're having a laugh, man. Total anti-football, if you want to call it that. Um, but, no, oh, i brilliant, mate. Um, the the offside goals, they're probably right. They probably are right. I, 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 even when I saw it in real time, I thought Jack and Marcus was offside. I thought we got away with one. And then Boyce is definitely offside. Um, but you're shouting about penalties, mate. That was a soft penalty because if you look up the other end, the boy Kingsley does the exact same in Forest. He's trying to cross. Nothing good for that. We spoke about it I've, I've looked all our social media. Nothing, nothing's nothing been mentioned about it. Pitons should have been sent off. This is what Ricky Foster's, apparently said. Uh, Pitons should have been sent off. Pitons should have been sent off. Then there's other one. should have been red carded. Aye. There was a game at Ibrox last night the boy Lowry, Hon Bozit, Hon Bozit, Anthony McGregor's arms, there's nothing said about that, on the media today. nothing. Of course I've Everything's not... all, all about Celtic, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's, it's not a surprise now, do you know what I mean? We, we, we're expecting it now. Um, but Livingstone, you thought about Hon Boz, Livingstone started a penalty last night. Um, but again, that's, uh, who are we to say, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and,
3: and, and guess who the referee was, IP? Don Robertson. But well, Robert, um, so, but again, um, Barry, I don't know what you think. Obviously, a big hands, but I think as soon as he says, "Mate, you know you're in for a bit of grilling," because um, I think the media are trying to take the piss at him. I think now they should understand that the guy's very intelligent. The guy's worked at a, in football well, for a long time. He knows how to work in the media. He's no Neil when when they'll get a headline off him. Um, you know, I don't think you'll get a headline off fans. You'll get a headline, but it'll be a positive headline that won't be. And he's out and says this or says this because I don't think he'll ever come out and publicly destroy his players or destroy the fans. I don't think he'll come out and give them any juice to put in a paper. So for me, as soon as you mention mate, man, I think that's your own. I think that's your own. The problems. Uh, it's, it's, it's something in football, I suppose, as they always recognise, <clears throat> how the manager deals with the media.
1: But up here in Scotland, it's got extra significance. You have to be able to blow With the media, Neil Lennon, you mentioned him there, you always get the kind of impression when that he was suppressing what he was really thinking and he was having to work hard to bite his tongue. I think, Andy, he's got an aura about him. There's an assertiveness about him there, but probably the media themselves after they have asked a question or two. They get a sense, don't push that anywhere. And I love that about him he's quick to deflect. You know, I've done it last night, as you said, right, with the, talking about the offside goals and mate, why he's obsessed with decisions up here he's wanting to talk about the football. And I just I like that he's he's in control of the narrative. He's directing the questions where he wants to go. I um it reminds me of Martin O'Neill, a wee bit in that respect. Martin always just there was no nonsense, you know, when they came to these interviews and pundits and whatnot. Um, so I, I like that. But I think it displays confidence um, and people pick up on that. Not just the media, but anybody else watching that, that that's involved in Scottish football, getting a taste of who this guy is. He's, he's a no-nonsense. He does things his way. Um, and as I said, I love that I
3: I think as well, like you mentioned there, Barry, um, for me anyway, I just think he's, uh, I just love a guy, mate. Um, I think about him. These, it's just, for me as well, It's the fact that he's came here, as JP says, a different country, um, basically if he, he first came in, it was, oh, do you not know, understand this? Do you understand that? And he's like, mate, oh, come on, get a grip of, managing World Cups and whatever else. So, um, And even the other day in the press he's like, oh, mate, I played Hearts four times earlier this year, we talked, but I know who Hearts are about to play and whatever else. So I think eventually they'll, they'll catch, on not they? Um, they'll probably ask me a, a silly question. Um, about next week's game before at they'll ask them something. Do you know about these games or something? And, and I guarantee you'll come up with something. Um, something brilliant. But obviously, again, last night we mentioned the start of game management, Barry. I thought. Um, I know Sorrows not really going to play much, but I thought him McCarthy come on and they were the sort of players I think needed for last night because I thought Sorrow's energy the last three or four minutes was good for the team. They actually done all right, kept the ball in the corner and mm-hmm. McCarthy as well. Um, It shows you that we've got players that can come on and see games out now and maybe last year, if it was maybe two, one or two each, I think you might have lost a game because no way, I made the right subs and I think we've got the right manager now to make the right calls. I think he's learned for his lesson. Um, but I think Sorrell and McCarthy done well last time when they came on.
1: Aye, no, I think a great point. Sorrell made a contribution. He was only in the back minutes, but the goal was going on the line, and McCarthy, which i mentioned earlier, McCarthy put a few crunching tackles in, and it's one player, I think, up until now, I'm I'm a bit surprised he's knowing more game, I'm a surprised he's known more an impact on the team, because... He's a quality player. I mean, he's only actually over recent seasons he's been he's been a bit injury-prone. But there's no difference quality. And here's a question, please. If they're fully fit and everybody's available, there's only three midfield positions. Who's your midfield
3: three? See, before, right? See, maybe a few weeks
2: ago. You go ago. first.
3: Ryan, no, you go first. For a few weeks ago, I hang, after, after I gave you it near border, it would have been Rogich, Tumble McGregor. Um yep. no yep. I think now David Tumble's gonna have a he's gonna his get back to team because if O'Reilly's there, I think Atati's gonna play. I think he's signed him to play. Um Gucci might be a, a I don't think Gucci's a starter yet. I've no i obviously only seen half through them a him, so uh through him. a game a really. So um I think Rogic for me is going to play. I think Rogic's hands ball and a tee um, Robinson McGregor's probably the two. I McGregor's your mainstay. He's the captain. He's okay. all, all around. He's he's the best player in Scotland, probably. Um, so you've really you've you maybe get one or two positions to fight for because it all depends if he plays field midfield or he plays two. So, if to be honest, mate, I'm glad I've not got a headache. But okay. if you were, if you were to push me, I'd i rate David Tumble. But I think Hattati's these two games you uh, see me I can't decide honestly even so though come on if, if I'm going to be I would probably say Hatati McGregor and Rogic I would say um, but then you've got the J.P. as Barry says you've got
0: the with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
2: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Options now to change it. To go and either play a bit more defensively, beat on in there or on the I would, I would go with McGregor, Rogic and Hitati for me and an IP. I don't know, what you think, Barry?
1: Well, McGregor, Rogic, I'd have to do um, and I, I probably would go with Hitati. I mean, I, I do rate Tumble. I think if he added a wee bit more goals to his game, I would have him in. But going on what I've seen just in two games with Hattati, how I'm
2: going to go against the greens for you here. docking um, oh, <laughs> No, I'm not. It's no mega changes, but I think personally, and this is just my view, and the, the way he wants to play handball, I can see him going with McGregor, Rogie, and O'Reilly. Um, and I think Rogie will go one side, O'Reilly will go the other. I think gives a balance. Um, with Abada and probably Jota and I would say but then again I think I, I, me personally I'll give you the full team in fact I'll run through this very quickly I think you'll be Hart Juranovic Carter Vickers Julian of Starfield, and I think Greg Taylor's going to cut skills to that left back left full back left inverted whatever you want to call it Um. I think his midfield will be McGregor, uh, Rogic and O'Reilly. And, uh, but personally, I think he's going to fit Maeda and Kyogo in somewhere as well. So I think both of them, uh, he might even go with a back three when they two are ready to play together. So he might even play three with five in the middle, the way he did up at Perth. Mm-hmm. Um, but... No nines, I think it's going to be a rotational thing. I don't think you'll see a settled team every week. I think you'll see different horses horses for courses is probably a good saying. So I think you'll see changes being made depending on which ground and which game uh, comes on the horizon. But overall, I think the majority of his midfield will will relatively stay the same. And for me, I think overall in the long term is going to be just now I think it will be Rodjick, McGregor and O'Reilly.
3: I think as well, Barry, obviously up front, as I said, you've got Maeda, Kyogo, Jack and Marcus, Ayeti seems to be behind the picture. So you've got the option now to play, I would say, three in my foot. You've got to pick a three, in my personal opinion, three quality strikers because Jack and Marcus can play up front. He's uh, self now, you can see that. Kyogo can play himself because he links in the daughter in the midfield. My head is quick, he's a warrior, shuts down players. Three different qualities. So, for me, when it comes to up front, Barry, I have no qualms in who plays. I get it. I've got. I've got something about I get it that I think, if he had a of games, I think he might, he, he could show. I think uh, there's rumours about him going to Basel again. I think if he goes to Basel, he's comfortable there. He knows the club, he knows the fans. I think your score goals are. Maybe Basel, I don't think Basel is up to the level or Celtic, but. Um, I know if he goes, they sign somebody else or they promote a, a youth player, but um, I think i gone by the first three picks, I would say, Jackie Marcus, Mid, and Kyogo, Barry, uh, I think we've no qualms, me personally, who plays at any game, because I think you've got three different options, you've three different qualities of who you play. Nah, no, I agree with you. Know, we are, we're looking for players, we are, there's options, and that's a good thing. You know, I don't think we've had that in recent
2: seasons, the
1: ability to put different players on his journey, how it would depend on who we are playing. And I know he did change his system up there, but I think he's pretty much settled on the four-three-three. 3 3 I think the players he brought in and stuff would suggest he's probably going to stick to that. Um, but it's exciting to have those options. I mean, if you look at the front three, I mean, Jota, Kyogo, Maeda, and then you could play on our front three. You could go with Forrest, Abada, Gianni Marcus, and you can do the same with my field, the three years that I got the midfielder, and the, you know, we, had, we had options there too. So, aye, I, um, I, I think it helps that it he does keep the system the same, that players are able to come in and they know what's required. So if you change personnel, it doesn't have as much of an impact on the team because there's an expectation on them in their position. Mm-hmm. And I think... I think that's that's helpful. to have that players probably feel comfortable with that. They're not coming in and asked to do things that are foreign to them. They're watching Angie's team. They're seeing the players that they're competing against. They're seeing what they've been asked to do, so they know what's expected of
3: them. I agree, mate. I think that's uh, JP, I think that's something that Barry says is actually quite, it's um, so actually really a good point that everybody's knows what they're doing. Every player, even the subs. They all know their jobs. They all know what they're doing. Last year, we just looked lost. Just looked like a pack of wheels chasing a ball in, in a field, basically. Um, I think now everybody knows what they're doing, the instructions, are following the tactics and the principle of a team. I generally don't, even though I'm, we're saying there's certain players who make no rate or whatever rate, I think no matter what player plays, I think you can trust them to their job because if a manager... T- I'm Nick clams about who plays because under Ange, if he plays him it trust him and I'm happy with that as much as I don't maybe want Johnson to play be or Taylor or whoever or Scott Bain whoever I think in general J.P. I think whoever he plays you've got to trust him because he's not really gave us anything not to trust him like we've said before
2: No he's not mate and that's the thing as well and we touched on his recruitment um, maybe he's put a fat run maybe he's come in and like maybe season's going by you're you've know, you no signed a guy like Fed or a guy like Bayo or a guy like Kamala, or a guy they, they've no signed anybody that's come in and fans are going he's not good enough to play with us do you know what I mean he, they've no signed anybody like that they've signed guys who have all been ready made and re- they've, they've all come straight into the team every one of them they've all come in and done a job they knew, no no coming in and hi how you doing me man and like, right, okay we'll see you in seven months time and when you you might be ready for a game, you know what I mean. That's not happened. The only one you could probably say that's happened is your boy Johnny Kenny that they've, they've signed me Sligo Rovers, uh, which is fair enough. But the ones that he's brought in, the majority of all, not the majority, everyone of them apart from Kenny, have all come into the team. They've all they've all they've all come in and played a part in the first team. Uh, we've been absolutely slaughtered this season. The injuries as well. I think we've got to look at that as well. Lads. Um, the fact that. You know, last night I think I saw it today you'd Ben, Ralston, Julian, Welsh, Scales, Rogic, McGregor. Who's your other Mikey Johnson. And um, I think it was my head and that was a team that's the team that never played last night. Crazy. That team would beat that team would go and destroy St. Johnson. Uh, mm-hmm. like, they would go and a game again that week. Um so definitely, I mean, like uh, it's phenomenal. We we actually looking back at the St. Johnson game, we thought we were decimated in my squad. We thought, uh, well, here we go, we done it with bare bones. And you look at that bench, it was all full of young boys, Joey Dawson, Ben Dope. By the way, that boy dope was on the bench again last night for us. Mm -hmm. fully 16 years of age so Hans must see something in that boy or not that's a couple of benches the boys made it's only a matter of time before that boy flung on as a sub because I've been watching the last few B team games he's not been anywhere near their team so he's went for the one under that to then training with the first team that's a massive jump and he he must have natural ability to be even involved in a day to day session with 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 the first team that's a big plus as well and a big positive and a big confidence booster for that young lad. Um, so, aye, as I say, just the whole squad in general, mate, regardless of who he plays, I, I would be confident they're going to come in and show what they're made of. Because, uh, as we said, it's night and day for where it was last season. The team's so structured now. There's a tactic. They all know their roles. Uh, they know who they're playing against. They know, they know all the information that's been given to them. is all bang on point. And apparently, so it's, all... it's similar to Rogers in terms of the information right down to a T. Eyes are dotted and there's full stops and everything, so they all know every detail that they you know, that's put to them, and they all know the roles. and they know what the what, what their roles are on the team. And no, I think there's no noise coming from them, right. Maybe he's unhappy that they're no maybe playing every week. Or, yeah. Like, There's nothing like that. There's nobody wanting to There's nobody shouting about, oh, I'm not getting a game. I'm not in a half. I'm away. I'm not playing. I'm not training. and I'm not no, no getting in. Everybody's all working hard. They all know that Even the subs, mate, have all got a role to play because Andy's told them and he's obviously promised them listen, we've got a lot of games. You'll get your thing. You'll get game time. So just stay with it and oh, keep training. And you heard that boy, Matt O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. I was told right for the half make sure you're ready for something to play because you just don't know the minute you're going to be called upon to, you know, to be there I think that was important mate as well that, that they all need to be switched on and ready to go
3: Aye mate, I think that seems to be the way that you want to play um, I think even the guys who are low on the squad or in the in the stands I think you need to be fully <clears> fit because anything can happen obviously we've seen injuries this year international and, and breaks and uh, qualifiers so I think guys even guys um Barkas again was no playing and against and Johnston done well he's no playing again so it just shows you that you need to be fit to play in his teams you need to be on the ball and I think every player is on the ball it's just where I know they take their chance when they play. Um but obviously Barry what was your kind of overriding thoughts of the game and obviously moving forward? Well satisfying the winner
1: I think that's the key thing now, leading up to this uh, derby next week. And, yeah, I think I, I saw two sides to that Celtic team. I saw a team that was fluent, entertaining, uh, a threat for all over the park. And then I see, I seen a team in the second half that had to roll their sleeves up, to scrap, to be together, uh, and, and eventually to get out of the line. Um, and, yeah, just let's regroup we didn't get any injuries last night which is a bonus these days um, let's get a good victory Saturday I'd like to see who's go and win that game in a wee bit of style um, if possible just to keep confidence really high in you know, the next week and look we're due when it's about time a wee bit of winning run over us um, we're certainly due to giving the one back so
3: Looking forward to the games ahead, we have seen that. All the optimism and the excitement for the next game. And I just can't wait the game I mean, I think um I'm agreeing with you, but as we say, JPT before the Hearts game, Saturday might be a game where we give something doing. We're due to give something doing. We're missing so many chances and one of these days, the chances will go in. Um, mm-hmm. there's always there's always one or two games a season where you win five, six, seven. That always happens. I think Saturday, hopefully. As a game where we can put all these chances to bed because even Celtic Park against Livingston and when we drew and whatever, um, we create so many chances, man. Sometimes we create, I would say, too much because you're, you're creating chances and some of just nowhere near the goal. And mm-hmm. it's getting to a stage where we need to finish these because the game yesterday, that, that cricket back onto us because we missed so many chances. And then the last 10 minutes you're thinking, right, hey, are we going to see this out now? Um, but I think obviously going to start the JIP um, and then going forward, which I kind
2: of pre-gnosis. Hey, I think like that, mate, just the fact that I want to see who's going one win the game in style. Uh, and maybe it would help, I know, if we could do it We had good scoreline, put a wee marker down and a, a sort of mentality shift, maybe, getting into the game next Wednesday night. Because they're coming there as well, so it's a case of, right, like, this is what we're bringing. And I think what's key as well is there's not going to be any real fans mm-hmm. at Celtic Park next Wednesday night. So it's going to be a cauldron, and it's going to feel like a Champions League night in there next Wednesday. There's going to be a lot of noise, there's going to be, and they have got cereal bottlers in their team some of these guys can only play in empty stadiums we saw this this season boys at Tavernier and Goldson I mean by average footballers at best um, they, they've, they've got cereal bottles when, they, when the pressers on them they can't of date. look at Marmo mm-hmm. and that, that was that was bringing a full horse so for me there's been games this season they've got away and they've got out of jail. They're not going to get away with that on Wednesday night. It's still happening. Because the Celtic team they played and beat in October is a different Celtic team now. Um, in fact, it's night and day in terms of team selections and everything else. Because you still had Wild and Christie and all that was all part of that team. They're more Lourdes now and there's a new team jailed. And you've got to remember as well, which, who won that first trophy? this season the first trophy up for grabs so they'll be looking at that and all going mate. hold on a minute I score you know and as I say you get an early goal keep on time for him because I can see him crumbling in there yeah, but the United mate I like to see he's going out and them. them. we've done it at Paradise. there's no reason why we can't do it at Sally Park and I'd like to see he's just out and de- destroy them, 5-6 nothing uh, there's no reason why we can't do it because we look, like I says, mate, we look as if it's just fit, fit to the flare, full throttle, and let's go. This is a business end of the season now, right? And this is, where all your, this is where all your big players all come to the fort, mate. This is when you see what quality you've got in your squad and how good they really are. When when, when questions are asked of them, this is, this is, and I'm a great believer in that, mate. When it gets to the business side of the season, that's when all your big players should rise to the occasion, mate. No, I agree, mate. Um, it's a lot of a lot talk
3: before the game against Hearts, and basically, if we don't pick up nine points for these three games, then the least finish and whatever else. And we all know that, I it would be a detriment, but the least no finish because you don't win a game or two. So, and um, we all know if you win on a Saturday, it's a massive few days. Obviously, you. We all know we live here. If you we go on Saturday, then it's going to be. It's going to be hyped up and for Wednesday the media is going to be bang on everything. Um, it's going to be a a mental few days online and again we're all looking forward to the game. It's first got uh, derby game back in the stadium, Celtic Park fair obviously COVID. So I think it might be an emotional game as well. Um, but obviously we'll speak about leading up to the game. But I think it will be emotional because it's the first game back again full crowd. So I'm all in myself, but obviously when they get the three points on Saturday first, because if you don't get three points on Saturday, then the Rangers game, no matter what, all, it means nothing. Well, it doesn't mean nothing, but you've got to, you've got to win the both games because you can't go beat United and don't beat Rangers or either, either way. So, Very fair, um, So Nice. I think going forward, it's all positive again. Again, um, there's still a few days left in the window. Ange could be a surprise or could be a surprise leaving or could be a surprise team win. Um, And obviously as well, we're doing a... a, a a live podcast on Monday, um, deadline day special. Um, we'll talk about obviously more on social media and obviously not... You, Monday, get a, but...
2: you got your yellow tie look too, Jim? I've
3: got a yellow tie, my tannies make my dye white hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, tra- I'm trying to get Jim White, but Jim White doesn't like Celtic, so he said he said maybe it's uh, time or something. So I tried, I, I tried him, mate, but he wants a few grand, I can't afford that yet, mate. So, um, But again, Barry, thanks for your time, mate. I appreciate your, uh, your oh, time, mate. A lot of good points to talk about. Um, Again, J.P., thanks for your time, mate. Hail, hail, and take care, lads. Hail, hail. Cheers, lads. Cheers, lads. Thanks.